Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Brachot, Daf Lamed Hey Amur Aleph, beginning our study of the sixth chapter of Brachot. And just as a quick word of introduction, this chapter is devoted to Brachot to be said before food, drink, and in uh, towards the end of the parak, a small piece devoted to Brachot said before smelling things. Uh, the first sugya that we will deal with in this podcast will present the argument for such an obligation to make brachot before taking pleasure from this world. How do we make brachot on fruit? Al ilan fruit of the tree, you say bore priha eats. This, by the way, tells you right away that the rabbinic word for, um, and we know this uh, from the literature, the rabbinic word for a tree is an ilan, whereas the word eitz is a, uh, and in rabbinic Hebrew, eitz refers to wood, and as opposed to a tree in Tanakh, which is eitz, and the brachot were formulated using Tanakh Hebrew. Yayin is the only fruit of a tree, the vine being a tree, that has a different brachash. Now, grapes are like any other fruit, bore priyayitz. It's fruit of the ground, huomer bore adama. Again, adama being the biblical word for ground. Chutz minhapat. Bread is something that grows from the ground. Chalpat huomer motzilacha minhaaretz. What about vegetables? That should have followed from the previous statement, but it was there to present the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who says, meaning that Rabbi Yehuda, and we'll see this several times in the Masachat, in the Perak, that Rabbi Yehuda maintains that brachot should be much more specific um, than the Chachamim believe, and as a result has a wider range, or shall we say a longer list of brachot, Specific to the particular food item, or in, uh, in other cases, see that in the ninth paragraph of the Yamagadol. Okay, Menahanimili, as I mentioned, the essential source for saying brachot before food has to have a, has to uh, be clarified. The Tanarabanan, we've found in Brayta. Kodesh Hilulim Ladunai. Now that pasuk is referring to Neta Revai. In other words, the Torah in Parshat Vayikra and Parshat Kadoshim says that when you plant a tree, you have to uh, not take any of its fruit for the first three years. It's called Orla. And the fruit of the fourth year is Kodesh Hilulim Lashem. Kodesh prays to God. Meaning that he brought to Shalayim and eaten there. And so we understand that this means that that fruit needs to be blessed before and afterwards because it's, it's, uh, it's holy food of Hilulim. Hilulim in the plural. So both before and after needs some sort of praise. And Rabbi Kiva then took a very big step from there and said, as a result of that, it is prohibited for anybody to taste anything without having said a bracha on it first. Question is, is that phrase Kodesh really needed for that? And by the way, we need it for something. First, redeem it and then eat it. Achle in the sense of chilul. So reading hilulim as chilulim in the Galilean style of hey and chet being interchangeable. The other is to teach us that that which demands shira, which means 
uh, that we're playing with the word Hilul, Halel is Shira and Hilul. Needs Hilul. Vishenotan, Shira, Enotan, Hilul. How do we know that we only say Shira Layayan? This is referring to the Levim saying Shira at the Korban Tamid, and they'd say it specifically when they're pouring the wine into the uh, Shitin up on, on the Mizbeach uh, as the Nesachim of the Tamid. In the famous Mashal Yotam, the grape supposedly says to the other trees, Am I all out of my sweet juice? That elates God and man, and in that parable, it elates God and man. So we understand that great that wine elates people. How does wine elate God? So we see that with wine we use wine to sing to God. So in other words, one of the two drashot that we're getting from Kodesh Shilulim is to limit the deen of Netaravai to grapes. Now so that would work according to the one who, in the fifth parak of Master Shani, his version is Netta Ravai. So he'll say, I don't accept that drasha, because I think that Netta Ravai is not limited to grapes, and it's all fruit, and therefore that drasha is available instead for the uh, brachot beforehand. According to the one who says... Kerem Ravai, meaning who reads the par- the whole par- fifth parak of Master Shani, is not reading Neta Ravai, but Kerem Ravai, Tokach, etc., etc., and therefore limits the Dean to Kerem, which means he accepts the Drusha, that it is limited to that which, uh, which is Ta'un Shira, then we have no source for saying a bracha before food. The Itmar, Rabbi So Rabbi's prize student and Rabbi's son disagreed on how to read that Mishnah. Even the Karam Ravai fellow, If he learns from that the that the Netar Ravai. If you follow it, you're going to have lots of extra grain. The word tfuah specifically is used in the context of a vineyard. So if that's the case, then we do not need the extra drasha of hilulim to tell me that it's limited to grapes, that netrevai is limited to grapes. I have it from the I still have an extra one to teach me brachot. But if he doesn't learn the Xerah Shavah, meaning, if you read that the Dean of Netrevah is limited to grapes, and you don't get it by way of Xerah Shavah, then bracha manala, then you've run out of drashot, and where are you going to get your bracha from? And by the way, it won't work so well, because even if you use the Xerah Shavah, after all, all that tells me is that I have to make a bracha afterwards, because Kodesh Hilulim Right, you you that you're to'en shira al meaning that you first uh, eat it and then you celebrate by thanking God. The phenomenon, how do I know I have to make a bracha beforehand? So the answer is halokasha. That's not such a problem. The atzibikal v'chomer if you thank God when you're full, certainly when you're hungry, I mean before you've eaten it, certainly you should make that bracha. And that's something that we saw already on Daf Chafalaf with the bracha Torah and bracha Amazon uh, matrix. So, Ashkahan Kerem, Shaminayin Minal, meaning Minayin. But if that's the case, and we're going to limit Netta Ravai to a Kerem, then that means we've only proven that you have to make a bracha before eating grapes or drinking wine. What about everything else? The answer is the Yorif Mi Kerem. You could infer it from Kerem. Ma Kerem, the Russian, never bracha. 
So a kerem is something you get a benefit from, and you have to make a bracha. First off, call the bracha and have a bracha. Anything else you get benefit from, you say a bracha. So he could mifrach, you could easily challenge that. Malakerem ken Kerem has a special chiyuv of those grapes that are, uh, that are a part of the bender over part, which we have to leave for the anim. Special matanot for the anim. Yeah, just come out to the grains will prove it. Right? Because that has payah. Malakamash ken chayav bechala. In other words, kama, by the way, would also, because of tuah, would also need a bracha. So that's also unique because you take challah from grains. So kerem yochiach, kerem will prove it because here you need a bracha beforehand and you don't take challah. The chazar adin said, meaning that if you look at grains and wine, the only thing that they really have in common is that they are benefits. So therefore, anything you get benefit from, you eat an orange, you got to make a bracha. What's the common feature? It's something you get physical benefit from, you got to make a bracha. So anything else? That doesn't work either, because if you look at grains and wine, both of them are things that go on the Mizbeach. So at best, you could add in olives, because they also have Tzad Mizbeach because of the oil. What we learned that you make a bracha on olives from that, Azayit is also called a kerem. That when Shimshon took his three hundred foxes and tied the the you know, torches between their tails, he ended up burning the gadish and the grain that was still on the ground and kerem zayit. So you see that an olive grove was called a kerem. So we don't need Sadmi's Beach to bring a zayit. Our papa So our papa's answer is that it's not called a karam. It's called a karam zayit, but a karam alone is only a vineyard of grapes. But we still have a problem because if all you've got is grain and wine, well, both of them go to his beach. So I know nothing about making a brach on an orange or a candy bar. I inferred from the shivataminim. So I expand it and say, okay, grains and wine are part of the shivataminim. I have to make a bracha on the shivataminim, and I'm going to have another source for that in a minute also. And shivataminim are something I get benefit from. So So therefore, anything else um, that uh, that I get hana from needs a bracha. So bikurim. There's a special chiv of Bikurim. Shivataminim, the bracha that I know of, is the bracha afterwards. Because Shivataminim is in the context of Brachatamazon. And that's, uh, you have many Rishonim who hold the bracha chrona that we say on the Shivataminim is also Doraita. So, the fact that I only have a source for bracha afterwards still could give me via Kalachomer a bracha beforehand. And by the way, even the Netaravai fellow, meaning our, our entire drush that we started off with, of Kodesh Elin, it's still not good enough. Because who says you have to take a bracha on, uh, on meat? Because that's not something that's planted. Meat and fish and, and eggs. The answer is we throw all of it out and we say the entire thing is based on a svara. You're not allowed to get benefit without thanking God. You have to thank God for the food. It stands to reason. So we don't have a biblical source. We have Sfarat. Now let's see more about that. And we will see a source for this. It says if you stole from Kodshim. 
מי תקנתי, so what should you do? ילך אצל חכם, go to a חכם. ילך אצל חכם, מה יעביד לו? What's how is a חכם going to help you? Are you ate food without saying a ברכה? You stole from God? עבידה איסורה. אלא אמר לו, ילך אצל חכם מעיקרא, the trick is, go to the חכם first, וילמדנה ברכות, he'll teach you ברכות, כדי שלא יבואו למילה, so you don't violate מילה. אבינו רשוע, כל הנאמן אמרם הזה בלא ברכה, כאילו נהנה מקודשי שמיים. It's a form of מעילה, it's as if you took from that which is sanctified. שנאמר לאדוני הארץ ומלואה, because the earth belongs to God, and you didn't take the proper permission. רבי לוי רמי, so רבי לוי actually saw that פסוק as part of a contradiction. כתיב לאדוני הארץ ומלואה, כתיב השם השם לאדוני הארץ ומלואה, בני אדם, that God gave the earth to man. So לוקשה כאן קודם ברכה, after the bracha, it belongs to man. It's like he stole from God and from Israel. We read, somebody who steals from his father and mother and says there's nothing wrong with it, because after all I'm going to inherit from them anyways, he is a colleague of a destructive man. What's that mean? Aviv is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shnemar Alu Avicha Kanecha, God is our Father. Imo is Knesset Yisrael, Shnemar Shema B'Niyam Musar, Avicha Otash Torah Timecha, do not reject the Torah of your mother, that's Knesset Yisrael, it's Minhagim. My Chavel, Lishma Shchit, how is this guy a friend, a colleague of a destructive person? Chanera Papa, Chavel, Liyavam Ben Nevat, Shchit Yisrael, Shema Shemaim, he's a Chavel of Yoravam Ben Nevat, the first king of the Northern Kingdom. Who destroyed, why is it Mashchid? He destroyed Am Yisrael towards God in his their relationship with God. And so this guy is like Yeravam, beginning when he do Avodah and leave Yerushalayim, etc. And avoid Yerushalayim. Papa Rami. So another contradiction. I'm going to, God is promising in Hosea that I'm going to take my Dagan in its proper time, and I'm going to take it away from you. On the other hand, the Torah promises you'll collect it. So, Lokasha comes on Shisrael Sin Sonoshim Akom, comes on Shisrael Sin Sonoshim Akom. If we're doing God's will, we get to collect our grain. Tanu Rabbanan, a very famous bright of Asafta Diganecha. Matamu Lomar, why does the Torah say collect your grain? It's obvious, you're a farmer, you gotta collect your grain. Why does the Torah need to tell you that? In Sefer Yoshua, God tells Yoshua, the Torah should never leave your lips. I might think to take that literally, meaning, I should just be studying all day. Therefore the Torah says, collect your grains. It's mean, behave in a normal fashion. That's Rabbi Shmuel. person plows when it's time to plow. So every shot to yeah, plants when it's supposed to time to plant. Because every shot to harvest when it's time to harvest. Dash v'shati shah, threshes when it's that time. Zorev v'shata ruach, and widows during the windy season. Torah mateh the windy time of day. Torah mateh aleh, when's he ever going to Torah? Ella, he has a different way to deal with it. Bizman Yisrael, as soon as it's on machtan aseit ha'edeyachemim. When Am Yisrael was doing God's will, other people do their work for them. Shinamar v'amdu zarim v'arut sonchem. Strangers will stand up and shepherd your flocks. But if we're not doing God's will, they have to do their own malachash. So he needs to a curse. Lord Ella, Shemalacha Achim Naseta Yadan. But they have to do other people's work. Shemar, the Avada Tato Yacha. The curse is you're going to work for your enemies. A lot of people tried Rabbi Shmuel's approach, which is to live a normal life on Hegbe and Minagir. It worked for them. 
Rabbi Shimon Yochai, a lot of people tried to do the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai style. Vlaatavayadan didn't work for them, which means that if it's legitimate at all, it's legitimate for a select few. Rava Rabbanon, Rava told the students, please, I beg of you, don't come to me in the fall or in the spring to study. Because I'm afraid you're not going to have food all year. So you have to be there during the harvest season and during the times that you need to take care of your agriculture. Look at how different the generations are. They made their Torah the basis of their life and the Malacha around it. And you know what? Both of them worked for them. But our generations, they made their work the basis and Torah wherever they could fit it in around it. Neither one of them worked for them very well. This is brought because of the same tradition. Again, look how different the generations are. The earlier generations used to go out of their way to bring their fruit into the house or into the yard through the front door so they'd be chayav v'maser, the front gate. The new, the younger, the more recent generations bring their maser, their fruit into the house through a roof, through a skylight, whatever other way, so that it's a patum in a maser, because they never were apne abayit. Man has to be able to say, I've cleaned the kodesh from out of the house. If you bring it to the chatzer, that's enough. They will eat the levi and the atom, etc. will eat in your gates, and they will be satisfied. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up in the next podcast. On Daflam and Hey, I would bet. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.